Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is made possible by our supporters over on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and get your own RSS feed with ad-free shows and extra episodes every month, then head over to patreon.com slash Retro. Back for another episode of the Nerd Cave Retro Show. My name is Jason Robbins. And my name is Derek Diamond. And we're having a little bit of Streamlabs problems tonight for, for streaming. A, a weird little update they had going on. And then right as we were about to go and just record the audio podcast, it decided to pop up and allow us to stream live. So hello everyone watching live and on YouTube later. <laughs> Streamlabs said, psych! Yeah. <laughs> you guys can go live. But uh, my name is Jason Robbins. And my name is Derek Diamond. And how was your weekend, my friend? Eh, pretty uneventful. Didn't really do anything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so we we actually had, at long last, we had the premiere for the feature, and it went way better than I could have ever anticipated. Yeah. So... Leading up to it, you know, because we we did sell tickets for the premiere, and I'm thinking if we get a total of, you know, 50, 60 people, because I think we had around 65 for the Parker Syndrome premiere. So if we match that, I'll be I'll be happy. Yeah, we had a total of 93 people show up. That's a good people. We had uh, we sold, I think, 54 tickets and about half of those we sold the day before wow so how did people react to the movie um uh, i didn't get to go uh, and i so so apologize for not being able to go but all good how did the uh how did the how did the crowd react Uh, very positively i I had people telling you know myself and samantha and chad afterwards that they really enjoyed it they thought it was funny 
they thought it was very relatable. They enjoyed the story. And what I did, I did the same thing I did for the last premiere. I, I stood in the back because I was watching more of the audience reaction as as opposed to watching the movie itself. And, you know, the, the humor hit in places that I hoped it would. And it got a good ovation afterwards. And and people are are wanting to see it again um, and are asking, you know, like, where can we watch it online? Which it's not going to be available for a while because it's got to hit the festival circuit. But I think we are going to have more screenings of it uh, later on in the year because people have been asking about it. That That's good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I get to make the next one. And yeah. uh, Rampage in the chat room, I, I think um, the stream might be a little choppy. So um, it says the audio is fine, moves like one frame a second. So hopefully with this new update they did for Streamlabs, hopefully it'll catch up. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I apologize for the if it looks bad. Just, um, just hang in there with us in uh, some... Streamlabs did an update today, and you know how that goes. Every time something doesn't update, they just have to break everything. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> you can at least listen to it. So you well, know. then you have to do the update for the update to fix yeah. the issues with the update. Yeah, exactly. You got to trust do me. That. That's that's every Adobe program that's ever existed for as long as it's been in, in existence. The update for the update for the update. That's just the world we live in now. But yeah, no the the premiere went like I said it. it vastly exceeded my expectations so um yeah it was it was really good uh, i was really happy with how it turned out yeah i'm glad and I, I wish i could have gone the movie is really good and uh, i was just curious to see how the crowd reacted to it and um i'm glad it went off uh, went off better than expected i i think yeah so I, i'm hope to be submitting it to festivals starting um, either this week or next, and then hopefully we'll do another screening maybe in, like, March might be a little too early, but April, maybe in early May. Yeah. Um, so just uh, the best way to, to find out is just follow the movie on social media at the feature movie, and once we figure out a date, I'll I'll let everyone know. Awesome. Uh, my weekend uh, was pretty uneventful. I've been kind of under the weather. The last couple of days Same. and uh, still under the weather this evening. And uh, I'm just going to trudge forth, sally forth, as they say. This is the day, the best I've felt literally since the start of the year. I've been getting sick like off and on since January 1st Oof. and finally went to the doctor, I think, on Wednesday. And then, uh, you know, got an antibiotic and took the last bit of it today. And it's it's the best I've felt since I started getting sick. So hopefully I'm out of the woods i hope you don't get what i've been having because it's it's not fun i hope not I, I haven't felt good for a few days now so i'm gonna wait till about wednesday or thursday if i'm still feeling under the weather then i will go to the doctor which i'm dreading yeah it's never fun but yeah if, if you're not better by then i would definitely say go but i'll uh, we'll see we'll see how i feel come middle of the week um <laughs> joey says <laughs> sally forth i think i dated her in high school <laughs> uh i've uh, never heard that one before that's good yeah that's, i'll have to steal that one that's like some old uh uh old west slang i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but um, tonight is our uh top five episode we do these once a month where um we don't do a normal episode but we do um we asked uh, the community to uh, uh 
to send us their top five lists. And this week, uh, Derek thought it would be a good idea that we'd finally do top five game controllers. And we've been talking about doing this one for a while. Yeah, because, you know, like something that's very, it's very important for a console to have a good controller. Like if the controller is uncomfortable, it to me, it takes the experience. It takes me right out of the experience. You, yeah. you got to have at least a decent controller. And we, I, I've read both our lists and we, we've come up with some good ones and the listeners have as well. And I think uh, bef- before we go into the list, I do want to say this is not on my list, but I did want to say there's a special honor. Honorable mention that just straight goes to the original NES controller. Um, that was not only was Super Mario Brothers, um, a, you know, a watershed moment in gaming, but the Nintendo controller itself. We never had anything like that before with the D-pad and uh, the the A and B buttons. That that took gaming in a whole new direction, and everything that's come since is based off that simple little controller. So I just wanted to to make sure people knew that I do hail it as one of the greatest controllers of all time, but not a personal favorite. Yeah, it's the most important controller of all time because it's the foundation for what other controllers are based upon. You know, had the NES controller not come around, who, who knows what controllers would be? We might still be using joysticks. Yeah, no kidding. And that's another thing I wanted to say. Um, I do like a good joystick, like, you know, old Pac-Man, um, you know, arcade joysticks like Pac-Man, Galaga, things like that, um, you know, Street Fighter, those type of joysticks. But the worst kind were the original Atari joysticks. I don't care what anybody says, those joysticks were terrible. Um, <laughs> they were awful, and in the Atari 5200 joysticks were terrible, the 7800 were terrible, and I don't think that you can even find an Atari 5200 uh, controller that even works these days. But those 2600 controllers were were not great. I mean, there was no good way to hold them. The sticks were stiff. The one button just, uh, it just, it was terrible. Let's just admit those were terrible. Uh, Rampage says joysticks are awesomeness and he wishes they weren't so expensive. Yeah. Uh, everything's expensive these days, but I, I remember one of my uncles actually had uh, an old Atari 2600. It didn't work at the time that I discovered it, but I remember grabbing the the joystick and I'm like, how did people play with this? Yeah. <laughs> like, it just seemed like, like another language to me. Yeah. I like a good flight stick, though. I used to have a really good flight yeah. stick back when I was a kid. I used to, I played, uh, you know, Rebel Assault and uh, the... Uh, TIE Fighter, all those kind of games, flight simulators and stuff. So I like a good flight stick. Remember the steering wheels for racing games that you would have? Those were fun. Those were always fun, yeah. But uh, but this This is as close as I got to driving a car at the time. This is not favorite driving peripherals or flying peripherals. This is favorite (laughs) game controllers. So um, do you want to do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Let's see. Uh, So I didn't have any honorable mentions, though. If I did, I would throw the NES controller in there as well for what we talked about. It it was it's the grandfather of controllers. Mm. It laid the foundation for the Super Nintendo and other controllers as well. Had the NES controller not been invented, who knows what gaming would be like these days. 
But uh, my number five is the DualShock 4. And I know a lot of the PlayStation controllers are very similar in design, but this feels the most comfortable to me. Like the just holding it in my hands, it feels... It probably sounds weird to say, but it feels softer in my hands than the yeah. other ones do. And I like the little divots in the, the analog sticks. It feels much more natural that way. And it's just you know, a really comfortable controller for me. And I, I like that PlayStation has had a consistent look and feel with their controllers because if you go from, you know, PS1 to PS2, there's not really a a huge change. Unlike Super Nintendo to N64, which was a very drastic yeah. one. I, I like that consistency with uh, with PlayStation. My number four, I actually think this is a very underrated controller, the Switch Pro Controller. I remember finding out how expensive it was, but I didn't care. Yeah. I wanted to get one. I really liked the look of it. And to be honest, it's it's my favorite way to play Switch games is Mine to put too. the yeah. the the tablet on its kickstand, sync up the pro controller and play it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like the Joy-Cons, I like the handheld style as well, but it's that perfect hybrid when you use the pro controller and you just have the switch like in its portable mode. Well, it's, it's, the, it's the closest you can get to an Xbox 360 controller. Yes. Agreed. Which speaking of that, my number yeah. three is the Xbox 360 controller. I spent a lot of time playing Xbox 360 besides super Nintendo. It's probably the system I've played the most, you know, between the halo games when uh, Rare re-released the Banjo-Kazooie games on the um, the Xbox Arcade, I played those a lot. Just played a ton of Xbox 360 games uh, during its heyday, so got very familiar with that. Um, I, I like the different variants that uh, was that were released for it. Like I remember having the Halo Reach version of the Xbox 360. It had a really cool like tech look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Star Wars Xbox 360 with an R2D2 style. Uh, controller that was really cool. I uh, never had that one, but it, it looked really cool. I had the original I, white 360 and it red ringed on me twice before I eventually uh, just said screw it and bought uh, a slim. Yeah, that happened to me, and that's why I got the Halo Reach one. Mm-hmm. Was uh, I, I had several friends who got the red ring, and for the longest time I avoided it, but then just one fateful day it happened and i'm like oh no and that was the thing about it it wasn't like you know it might not happen to mine like it's going to happen to every first generation xbox 360 like it was going to red ring at some point it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when when it's going to happen (laughs) yep but it it had a good run like it lasted for for a few years and then it just finally bit the dust but Mm -hmm. i i really like my um my uh, Halo Reach Xbox 360. It has a really cool look to it. Yeah. Uh, my number two is the Super Nintendo Entertainment System controller. This was a really close between my one and two. Um, my favorite console of all time. I think it took the Nintendo, the NES controller to the next level mm-hmm. with the additional two buttons. Um, it really elevated, you know, what a controller would be. So much so that Sega Genesis had to add two more buttons so they could try and outdo <laughs> Nintendo, I feel like. But it, it's, it feels a little flat playing it these days, 
but I still like I still like holding that controller because it's like as soon as it touches my hand, a flood of memories come in from playing Super Mario World to um, like to the past, Turtles in Time, so many other games. And I think just because I got so used to playing it, it's like I never forget how to use it because I've played the Super Nintendo so much. Well, I mean, you see, I have a a Hyperkin right here, a Hyperkin USB SNES Mm -hmm. controller. And this is what I use when I emulate uh, and play games because I even like to go back and play the original NES games using an SNES controller just because it's way it's more comfortable. It's got an interesting shape to it. At first look, it doesn't seem like it should be comfortable, but it is once you hold it in your hands. Yeah. So it's it's deceptively comfortable. But speaking of comfortable, my number one is the GameCube controller. Mm-hmm. When I held a GameCube controller for the first time, I said, this is the best controller I've ever used. <laughs> we, we've had the debate. I have small child hands. So it would fit perfectly into my hands. And I love the the creases in the the trigger buttons, the L and R buttons. Your fingers just naturally rest in them. The buttons are placed perfectly. I like that the A button is significantly bigger than all the other ones. I like the like the bean shape of the X and Y buttons. I prefer the C stick as opposed to the C buttons that were on the N64 controller. Mm-hmm. One that you put an asterisk by this. It is a GameCube controller, but do you remember the WaveBird? The WaveBird. It was the wireless GameCube controller. I think if I saw it, I would remember it. It was a little bit bigger and it was like a dark or like a light gray color. Hmm. But you just you plug the little transmitter into your GameCube and you could set it to um, a a different channel. So you could plug up to four uh, WaveBirds into your system And you set like player one on channel one, player two on channel two. So it wouldn't interfere as far as the signal goes. Yeah. But I still have uh, both my wave birds to this day. And that the wave bird is probably my favorite, but I throw it in the same category because it's essentially the same as the GameCube controller. But this controller is so popular that every time a Super Smash Brothers game comes out, they make a GameCube controller peripheral for whatever system Smash Brothers is on. Because it's the ultimate that tells controller you... for, for playing Smash. Mm-hmm. It's still to this day the best way to play Smash Brothers. But I, I always harken back to the GameCube controller uh, as my number one. So I really like the SNES controller a lot, but GameCube has to be my number one. That's not bad. I, I almost put GameCube as my number one, but I knew you were going to, so <laughs> I switched mine up a little bit. Um, for my list, my number five is uh, the 8-Bit Doe SN30 Pro. It's I wish I would have grabbed it to, to show on screen, but it's like it's just like an SNES controller, but it has dual analog sticks on it, and it has four shoulder buttons instead of two. Uh, it also has rumble, motion controls, and turbo function. So... I I usually switch between using that and the um the uh the Switch Pro controller when I'm playing my Switch on the TV. Just depends on what what game I'm playing. Like if I'm playing a lot of the old NES or Super NES stuff, that's the controller that I use for that that type of stuff. Like Castle old you know the Castlevania collection, um the the Capcom collection, stuff like that. I use that controller 
for those type of games. I really need to get one of those controllers. I've heard nothing but good things. It's so good. And it's not that expensive either. Um, yeah, it's a, and Joey Image says he has one too and he loves it. It's, it's a really good controller. Probably one of the best controllers that 8-Bit Doe makes. So if you like using an SNES-style controller and you want to use... Uh, you want to play even modern games with it, you can use it on modern games too because it has the the dual analog sticks. And it's just, it's a really comfortable controller. I really enjoy using it. Um, and Rampage, yeah, I need to get one. Rampage said his number one controller of all time is for Atari Jaguar. That thing, have you ever seen a Jaguar controller? That thing looks like a cash register. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I have. That thing is so ugly. It's terrible. We should do top five worst controllers of all time. That's what we should do next time. There'll be uh, we'll <laughs> say the Jaguar is my number one through five. It would just be all Atari controllers. It'll be just all the worst controllers. <laughs> uh, and for my number four, of course, the Xbox 360 controller. Still to this day, when they took those analog sticks and they moved them, uh, to be in a more comfortable position. The, the controller itself was just the perfect size. Those things were built to last, too. I don't know anybody that broke an Xbox 360 controller. Like, PlayStation controllers break pretty... They're pretty brittle compared to, to Xbox 360 controllers. I still have my original white Xbox mm-hmm. 360 controller. It still works great. Yeah, they're great. And you can... Uh, it, Bluetooth them to your, uh, if you play games on your computer, you can Bluetooth it to the computer. They still mm-hmm. work. They're still great. They're they're still one of the greatest controllers of all time. Number three, I, I can see this one is a little controversial in our notes here for, for Derek. He put a little frowny face next to it. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> uh, it's the Duke, a.k.a. what me and Wally lovingly refer to the canned ham. Because it feels like you're holding a canned ham in your hands. <laughs> and I know the Duke gets a lot of hate. A lot of people hated that controller. But being somebody like me who is, you know, six foot three and I have, you know, Andre the Giant sized uh, mittens over here, uh, can palm a basketball. It was a really comfortable controller for me because it was so big. I can understand that people hate it that have smaller hands. I understand that. But. You know, when you're born a giant, it's nice to have big things that fit. Yeah, with me, it's like the controller plays good. Like, it's not a bad controller. I just feel very insecure every time I hold it. (laughs) How can a controller make you feel insecure? (laughs) Because I have small hands. I'm like, I'm 5'7", like a buck 70. I bet Donald Trump would hate the Duke. Bazing! <laughs> <laughs> I hate this controller. The worst controller of all time is too it's too big for my tiny hands. Um, I'm not getting political. I was just that's that was always been the joke that Donald Trump has tiny hands. I, yeah. Don't get mad, people. It's it's a rumor. It's just a rumor. Um, and then of course, number he two, allegedly has yeah, small allegedly hands. has small hands. Um, and number two is, of course, the GameCube controller. Everything that you said is just, it's comfortable. Uh, all the buttons just seem to be in the perfect spot. And I could I could just use the this, if, if, all, I, if, if someone came to me and said, you can only use one controller for the rest of your life, 
it would be the GameCube controller because you can pretty much do everything you need to with it, and it, it's perfect. It feels like a toy. It looks like a toy, but it plays like a beast. And it's uh, it spanned generations, like I've said, yeah. like with Smash Brothers. It, I... It's it's one of the the most like generational like long-lasting controllers really of all time. I guarantee you that Nintendo is still going to be issuing that controller for future consoles for the next 50 years, probably. And then, uh, course, however, they decide to top Smash Ultimate, which I don't know if they'll ever do. Yeah. And then, of course, my number one is, of course, the Super Nintendo. What? Nintendo? What the hell is a Nintendo? (laughs) The Super Nintendo. The Mountain Dew branded Super Nintendo. (laughs) The Super Nintendo controller is the greatest controller of all time because it took what the original NES controller did. It moved the buttons into a more comfortable position. It put the shoulder buttons on, which were, to this day, one of the greatest inventions, especially for... You know, the old racing games and flight games, all that kind of stuff. It just, it's it's every, it's the controller that everything that has come after has been modeled after. Especially for the button placement. Uh, Joey says he hopes someone has the Power Glove or the U-Force on their list. <laughs> I thought about putting the Power Glove on mine just to be a troll. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> and Wally is in the chat room and he said the Duke was too big for his hands. But I, I don't know. I I like the Duke. It it fit perfectly. Like I would still use the Duke today if I could. Next time I go to a retro gaming store, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find one of those controllers and just show how big it is compared to my hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on the the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter. All right. Uh, but yeah, that's my list. Uh, number one will always be the Super Nintendo controller. I just think it, it's one of the most perfect just perfect controllers ever made it just it just is if someone put the super nintendo as their number one i would never argue with it uh it's it's really good joey and and wally in the chat room put super nintendo uh, as a french spelling (laughs) says uh joey says it's the french version so if you had a super nintendo uh, you were lucky in France. <laughs> I just want now a, a Mountain Dew branded Super Nintendo. Like that would have been a dream of mine yeah, as a kid. Yeah, would have been great. And uh, no, nobody uh, has said the Dreamcast yet, Wally. I'm sure it's on somebody's list. I didn't put it on mine because I'm still new to the Dreamcast. I've only played it for you know a few months now. Um, but that is a really what? good controller. I do have to say that's a good, really good controller. Mm-hmm. Wonder whose list it could be on. I don't know who could it be, but let's let's go ahead and go down I, I the list. Know. And uh, before we know. do that, let's let's before we go into the 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 listener list, let's do our shout outs. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. As always, we like to shout out our awesome patrons over at patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. We want to shout out John West, Daniel Salmon, Tyler Watson, Axblade07, Armez Jackson. Carlos Longoria, a.k.a. I am the Rampage, Staff Sergeant Sketch, Gus and Penny, Matthew Salmon, Mr. Joey Image, and Mama Diamond herself, Mama Diamond. Donna Diamond. <laughs> Donna Diamond. 
can't even say my own last name right. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for uh, your continued contributions uh, for the podcast. Uh, we are still a bit short of the $50 level. So if you want us to resume doing the fun commentary tracks like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Batman the Animated Series, Transformers the Movie, the Double Dragon movie, the Super Mario Brothers movie, some of the greatest movies ever made, I'm listing off here. Uh, other animated shows like Gargoyles, Darkwing Duck, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. The The list is near endless, and there's a ton more that we want to do. But you got to get us back up to that $50 level, yeah. and you can do so just by heading over to patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. And for new patrons, be sure to send us your social media information, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, so we can give you a proper shout out. And uh, for first up, we uh, I'm gonna go through the e- ones we got in the email first. Uh, this is from Mr. Axeblade 7 one of our longtime listeners and contributors to the mm-hmm. show. Uh, he wrote no particular order. Start with his number five, the Switch Pro controller, which we talked about. It's a great, great controller, very reminiscent of the Xbox 360. And uh, I actually I don't have the Bluetooth version. I like to have mine wired. For some reason, I'm just weird like that. Do you prefer Bluetooth or wired? Uh, Bluetooth. Yeah. I don't know. But, I, I mean, I, I understand wired, though. It, it just, I don't know. I feel, for, it might just be psychological, but I feel like I, I if I go unwired, there's going to be lag. And that just makes me It's feel the weird. retro gamer in you that yeah. wants a wired controller. <laughs> no, I'm still, uh, I'm still traumatized from those, you know, uh, those wireless controllers we used to have back in the day that just did not work. Yeah, I was about to say, in your defense, the early wireless controllers were pretty yeah. awful. Um, and his number four is the DualSense for the PS5. I still haven't played a PS5, so... I haven't I, either. I, I, I can't speak to it. They look cool, though. Yeah, they do. I actually really like the look of the PS5 and, and the new stuff. Uh, the uh, Number three is the Xbox latest generation consoles. Um, and I, of course, haven't played anything past the 360. So I can't speak to the the newer controllers, but I mean, if they're still using the 360 controllers, they gotta be good. Uh, number two Same. Uh, is the GameCube, and number one, the Super Nintendo. Good man, good man. I I don't dispute it. I mean, like I said, if somebody puts Super Nintendo as the number one, I'm not gonna argue with it. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Mr. Armes Jackson. His honorable mentions, the Wii controller with the nunchuck. I actually liked the Wii controller. It it took a little bit of getting used to, but the wireless experience or the remote experience was actually kind of fun, especially with Wii Sports. Uh, The NES gamepad. One we haven't mentioned, the NES Zapper with Duck Hunt. That was fun. I I liked the Zapper. That didn't even enter my consciousness when we were talking about controllers. But yeah, the, the Zapper was great. Yeah, it was so much fun playing Duck Hunt with that thing. I wish I could have shot the stupid dog. <laughs> One of the most genius additions to Smash Brothers was the dog Damn from Duck Hunt. When they when he was announced, I'm like, oh, I'm going to beat the you-know-what out of that dog. Because it showed him doing his taunt. Like, you can actually do the, the laugh as one of his taunts and i'm like oh it just drives me insane stupid dog and uh his last honorable mention the guitar hero 5 guitar which Ooh. we didn't talk about the the guitar hero and the the rock star instruments i didn't even Those think were of that fun. either i love the the guitar hero guitars i wish guitar hero was still a thing honestly i love the aerosmith version of uh of guitar hero that was so much fun i like the van halen guitar hero myself yeah 
Yeah. Uh, number five, NES Advantage, his first intro to the turbo button. Mm-hmm. Number four, PS1 with DualShock, my first time playing with a 360-degree capabilities in a gaming system. Number three, the Sega 6-button controller, 16-bit gaming at its finest. Like this better than the SNES gamepad. I'm not going to lie, the first time I played a 6-button uh, Sega controller... I was a little overwhelmed because I'm like, what do I do with all these buttons? (laughs) Number two, the Xbox Duke. Lots of shade for this beefy controller, but it fit perfectly in my large hands. And number one, Xbox 360 controller, in my opinion, best controller ever. Solid battery life. Totally agree with that. Comfortable analog placement. Nice buttons and great design. Virtual high, any of that. virtual high five from my big hand bros out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, and now we're going to move into our Discord lists, which uh, if you haven't joined our Discord, what are you doing? Head over to, to Twitter yeah. right now. We have a permanent link right up there at the top of the page that you can go join our Discord server and go hang out with all of us in there and have fun and um, don't be a dick in there. That's our only rule. Don't be a dick or you'll be booted out. And uh, It's the number one rule of anything in life. Yeah. Just don't be stupid. Just be nice. That's all you got to do. It's not hard to be nice. It's not hard. (laughs) Uh, And up first, let's see. um, Where is... Uh Uh-oh, where... Oh, here we go. Um... Top five Joey controllers for uh, Mr. Joey Image, who's in the chat room right now. Let's see. Uh, he's got the PS5, the PS4, the Backbone PS5. It's a PS5 controller phone clip for iPhone, which is kind of cool that they're doing stuff like that these yeah. days. Yeah. And I will say that one is of really my, cool. my favorite peripherals is the, uh, the, the clip that's sort of like the Backbone for that I found for uh, my Nintendo Switch that actually gives it handles to hold on to. That was the greatest uh, purchase I ever made for my Nintendo Switch. It's so comfortable to play in handheld mode. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I need to get on that. You do. I, I bought mine for six bucks at, at this place. Called, what? Yeah. It's, it's a, there's this place in Biloxi called Bargain Bins. And what they do is just like they have these bins in there that are just full of random stuff. And you just go in and just rifle through everything. I've bought like big boxes of like uh, um, 
potato chips and stuff there before. I've bought coffee there before. Like big boxes of stuff. And it'll be like six bucks for each item. So you can go in there and just find all kind of cool stuff. And it's like six bucks for whatever it is. And that's, that's where I found genius. Yeah, and that's where I found that that thing. It, it wasn't even in a box. It was just randomly just sitting there in this bin. I was like, this looks like it fits the Nintendo Switch. So I bought it at home and it was great. The greatest purchase I ever made. Six dollars. That's a heck of a find. Yeah, I know. Uh and to finish out Joey's list, uh the uh, NES Max. I never had an NES Max. Did you ever play one of those? Mm-mm, it's one I of those. It's, it's got like it's got the turbo function and everything on it, and um, but the D pad is sort of like this sliding button sort of thing. I never played it, so I don't know how good. I can't speak to how good the NES Max was. I had an advantage, I but I never had an NES Max. But of course, his number one is the NES Advantage itself, uh, and his honorable mentions, of course, the original NES controller. The Dreamcast, good controller, but too big, even though he loves the Dreamcast. I don't think it's too big. Maybe it's because I got big hands. Uh, shout out to my big hand bros out there. Uh, the custom-made PS4 Days Gone controllers that are, are on Etsy. One uses actual empty bullet shells for the buttons. That's awesome. That's sick. <laughs> I love that even though it's not a game list, Days Gone still made his list in some way. I love it. Uh, uh, Joey in the chat room, uh, he says, I went to bargain bins today and got me some bullets, a box of cream cheese, picture of Ernest Borgnine and three leaves of lettuce. <laughs> Only six bucks. That, that's literally the stuff, kind of stuff you buy there. Like you're not far from the truth. Uh, and his last one is, uh, and the steam deck itself, if that counts and the dreamcast fishing rod, I forgot about the dreamcast fishing <laughs> rod. That thing was awesome. I n have never used a fishing like a fishing rod peripheral for a video uh, You should game. look it up. It was actually pretty cool. The last fishing game I think I ever played was uh on the, Nin the Nintendo, the NES. It was like some sort of bass pro fishing game, but I don't I don't remember what it was. There was one for Super Nintendo also, but I I didn't use a I don't know if they had a Super Nintendo uh fishing rod peripheral. I never used one if they did. But I remember the Dreamcast one. Yeah, and I, I, I fished in World of Warcraft. If that counts. Yeah, I, I fish in Zelda. Yeah, that's a under oh, that's an yeah, underrated yeah. aspect of it. Yeah, I did that too. I, I think cooking was my favorite thing to do in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, fishing in Twilight Princess is the one of the best aspects about that game. Oh yeah. Let's see. Uh, from Mister Tyler Watson. His top five controllers, his number five, the Xbox S-Type controller, original Xbox, the second controller released for the OG Xbox after the Duke. I remember that one. This one was a bit slimmer for folks without Andre the Giant hands. It fits in your hand comfortably, and the button layout is great, with the exception of the start and select buttons. I remember that controller, too. Uh, number four, the GameCube controller. What? The GameCube controller not at number one on a list? Gasp. Shock and awe. Uh -huh. I kid, I kid. But while I do like the GameCube controller, it has a couple of flaws. It's not the most comfortable in your hands, and that D-pad just sucks. Uh -huh. The D-pad's not that great. I'll, yeah. I'll give him that one. Yeah, I'll give you uh, that. Granted, you're not going to use it for much, but if you have the Game Boy Player hooked up, you definitely notice how bad it is. Number three, the DualShock series for PlayStation. 
Once the DualShock released, there was no need to ever use the original PS1 controller again. Those dual sticks and rumble changed everything. It may be controversial, but I prefer the PlayStation stick layout versus the Xbox. I I don't necessarily think that's controversial. Um, it's probably it might be in the minority, but I, I don't have an issue with it. Right, it just feels a lot more natural the, to me. I got to stop reading the chat room because they're just distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel that each one kept getting better with maybe the exception of the PS3 one. Number two, Game Boy Advance. Now hear me out. Hmm. I propose that a handheld can be considered a controller as well since True. the controller is built into it. I'll allow it. So with the GBA, it's just great to hold in your hands. The button layout is great, and it doesn't make your hand cramp up having to do a claw grip to hold it. <laughs> While I love the GBA SP, the only advantages it has over the original is the backlight, the rechargeable battery, and the clamshell design. And you can mod an original GBA to have those first two, which is true because I had that done to mine, uh, which I still have to this day. My number one, or his number one, the SNES controller. And now we reach the pinnacle of controllers. Mm -hmm. The SNES is probably the most comfortable controller to hold in your hands, and the buttons are all well within ease of reach, making it have six buttons with such an inspired design, giving more options for game functions. More importantly, it made it compatible with fighting games, which blew up soon after release. So I I, I knew the Super Nintendo controller was going to be up there on a lot of lists. Yeah. Uh, he also has honorable mentions as well. Uh, let's see. These are going to be non-conventional controllers. One is the Nintendo Zapper, as we mentioned. Uh, it was really fun to use. The For PS2 and Xbox, the Capcom Street Fighter 15th Anniversary controllers. I do not remember these at all. I don't think all. I ever played those. Capcom put out controllers for the PS2 and Xbox celebrating the 15th anniversary of Street Fighter. They changed the layout of the buttons, which made some of them easier to access. For people like me that prefer D-pad over fight sticks for fighting games, it's the best one you can use on those consoles. Each one was modeled after a different character and had a cool lenticular image of them on it. And there were multiple characters for each one, so you could pick your favorite. Uh, and he's got a couple of pictures in the uh, Discord chat. And his last honorable mention is the Wu-Tang controller for PS1, released only in Europe as a bundle with wow. the game Wu-Tang Shaolin style. This controller <laughs> is modeled after the Wu-Tang Clan logo. It was apparently uncomfortable to hold, which it looks like it is. Uh, had no analog sticks and no rumble, but damn, did it look good. It does look cool. It does, <laughs> it does look really cool. I wouldn't want to play it, but it does look really cool. And uh, I was looking at here, he was talking about the Capcom Street Fighter 15th anniversary controllers for the PS2 and Xbox. We're at the 30th anniversary now. So, <laughs> oh, 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 I feel old. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, after the show, I'll just start digging my grave. I think I just had uh, a small stroke <laughs> on, on, on air. <laughs> uh, and up next, we have I Am the Rampage. Who says rampage? Uh, and is, is he serious with this? At number five, he says we moat. Who votes for the we the the we moat as a your favorite? Con how did that thing be your favorite controller? He's in. The I chat don't hate room. the we moat, but <laughs> I wouldn't have put it in my top five. He's in the chat room. I want to hear this explanation. Um, but uh, I I digress. You know, it's it it's your list. You put whatever you want on it. It's fine. Uh, number four, the PlayStation 4 controller. Number three, the Xbox One controller. Number two, 
Xbox Series XS controller, and number one, Google Stadia. I don't even think I've ever seen the Google Stadia controller. I know Wally probably has. I'm going to look this up. And then his honorable mentions are the SNES, the NES Advantage, and Arcade Sticks. Okay, so it, it looks it looks like a slimmer version of the Switch Pro Controller. Huh. I, I'll I'll allow it. I think he's pulling our legs a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I props for the the Wiimote uh, selection. I, that was uh, I was not expecting anyone to even put it in their honorable mentions, much <laughs> less their top five. It says he loves waggle controls. <laughs> <laughs> uh. If we named these episodes, that would be the name of this one. And Jessica jumped in the, cat, in the chat room and said, he's serious. So I guess he's serious about it. Well, <laughs> hey, if you like it, more power to you. But man, that Wii, uh, uh, those Wii controllers, the nunchuck and all that, those things were terrible. Uh, uh, Wii Sports was fun with those, though, especially the boxing one. Yeah, uh, but you couldn't really do much else with those controllers. That was the interesting thing about playing the the remastered. I don't know if you'd call it remastered, but like the the re released version of Skyward Sword, because that game was made with motion controls because it came out for the Wii. Yeah, but you still had to use the motion controls for the Switch. It, I mean, and it that, was really frustrating. That's really the reason why I haven't gone back and tried to get another Wii. I've had plenty of opportunities to buy a new Wii, but because I lost mine in the divorce a few years ago, but I just haven't gone by, back to get another one just because I, I wasn't... There's nothing about the Wii that makes me want to go back and play anything on it. I can respect that. Next up, we have Donner Party of Five. Number five, PlayStation DualShock. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yep. There's a reason it's been a mainstay PlayStation for 20 plus years. Totally agree with that. Number four, Super Nintendo. First controller to really implement trigger buttons and the design is so spiffy. Number three, oh, here we go. The Wavebird GameCube controller. You might have been cool during the GameCube days, but were you Wavebird cool? <laughs> I wasn't, but I still had a Wavebird anyway. Derek was. <laughs> the number two. Uh, is the Wiimote. Wow, number two. That's, wow. Simple, know, wow. yet satisfying. Even your grandma could use it. I guess we must and... have missed something with that Wiimote. <laughs> I mean, like, I like the Wiimote. I just wouldn't have put it in my top five. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, Even going back on the Wii and playing older, you know, buying. I, I, I had some stuff that I bought from the, uh, the, the Nintendo shop. Like, I had Star Tropics and things on the, the Nintendo... We and I even had like the new Super Mario Brothers and stuff. I just hated using that controller. <laughs> it just wasn't great. I, I, did I ever? Did I ever tell my um my funny Wiimote story? Oh, did you on smash the, the TV? No, I did not. <laughs> um, no, I I I put a friend in his place. <laughs> Let's hear this. Okay, so you've met my friend Robbie, right? Uh huh. So. He was playing a mutual friend of ours. I had a few friends over. This is when I lived with my parents at the time. And we were all in my room playing a Wii Sports. And I was in my computer at my desk, you know, just working on something. I can't remember what it was. But um, one of our mutual friends, he he liked to um, run his mouth a little too much. <laughs> and and he was he was in rare form this day. So 
um, he he was playing Robbie in We Boxing, and he beat him, and he was just going on and on and on, and I had finally had enough of it. Now you you know, I'm a very patient person, mm-hmm. but even I have my limits. So I was like, okay, I, I'll play you. Didn't say a single word. We start our match. He does not land a single hit on me. <laughs> I and I destroyed him. Awesome. And what did I and what did I do? I set the controller down, went back to my computer and started working again. <laughs> did not say a single word. Ah, the silent he, killer. <laughs> he he shut his mouth after that. Nice. <laughs> Oh, and his number one, uh, Donner Party of Five's number one, is the PS5 DualSense. This will be biased because I recently got my hands on my PS5 and have been playing the hell out of it. But the microphone feature built in is mind-blowingly good for team chat. I didn't know the PS5 DualSense had that, the, the microphone feature. That's pretty cool. I feel like that's something that is improved with each like generation of console. Because yeah, there, there are controllers that have built-in mics, but... I've always known them to be really bad. That's always why I always got a headset. I remember, you know, especially first, during like the Halo days. I remember the first time I heard stuff coming out of the PS4 controller playing a game because I was always an Xbox guy, and 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 got a PS4 a few years ago. And I was playing. I don't remember what I was playing, but I didn't know it had a speaker inside the controller. So I was doing something like opening a door or something, or somebody must have been talking or something. But noise started coming out of the controller. And I was like, what the hell kind of, what kind of witchery is this? What sorcery is this? What black magic is this? But it was pretty cool. I'm used to it now because almost every game does it. Yeah. But, uh, but we got one more. And uh, this last, but certainly not least, uh, Bethany Fox, who is our community manager over on the Discord. Uh, at number five, well, uh, I'll do the honorable mentions first. Uh, the Wii U gamepad, um, that's our first Wii U mention. Yeah, that, I will say that the Wii U gamepad was an innovator because that led to the Switch. Hmm. But the Wii U gamepad was pretty cool. I don't think I ever played a Wii U, ever. Still um, have mine. The Wii Pro controller, uh, PS2 and PS3 controllers. I, um... I when I go back and play the PS2 now, I'm not a fan of those controllers. They just feel so small when you go back and play that one now. Especially you know, I play my PS4 pretty regularly, and now going back and playing the PS2 games, it just feels so tiny and breakable in my hands. Those controllers have a if you find used ones in like retro gaming stores, anytime I see one, I'm like, I bet that controller has a lot of mileage on yeah. it. I actually have two PS2 controllers right now that need to be uh, looked at because they don't, um, the the left thumbstick is just uh, drifting really bad. So I need to find someone that, that knows how to work on PS2 controllers because I have two of them and I don't want to get rid of them. They're still yeah. great shape. They just need to be uh, cleaned or something, I guess. Um, and list on his, his his actual list, number five, the Hori Split Pad Pro for Switch. All right, I'm going to have to look this up because I've never heard of this. Yeah, I haven't either. Hori. Let's see what that is. Uh, split. What is it? Split Pro. Pad Pro. What is, Let's see. What is this? Oh, I've seen this before. 
Um, let me see. Yeah, it's like a you have the pro controller on each side of your switch. Oh, I've yeah, seen these yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. This is sort of what that um that controller that holder does for mine. It creates this kind of like uh you know the rounded edges with the handles like it, it it's basically what it turns my um switch into. Um right. just without having to pay a bunch of money. <laughs> like this one looks <laughs> like it is. But this actually yeah. looks pretty cool. I would I would get one of these if I didn't already have that that handle. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, number four, the GameCube controller. Of course, it's almost on everybody's list here. Um, the uh, Number three, the Xbox One controller. Haven't used the Series S yet, but I'd probably like that too. Uh, number two, the Switch Pro controller, which, yes, it is very reminiscent of the 360 controller. I love it. I love using my Switch Pro controller. Um, and then at number one, the PS5 controller. I still haven't used it, so I, I can't speak to it. We're going to have to change that. <laughs> yeah, Joey That's said he, he just looked up the Wu-Tang controller, and that looks awfully uncomfortable. Yeah, it does, <laughs> but it looks really cool. Yeah, it does look really... That'd be something I'd like to have as like a display item. Yeah, that's something you I would hang ne- on the I would wall. never use it. Yeah, that's something you definitely hang on. That, that's a conversation piece, is what that I is. I was about to say, that's a conversation starter. But uh, but that brings us to the end of this month's top five lists. And um, thank you, everybody, that contributed. I love doing the top five lists. We got a yeah. lot of submissions for... Um, uh, I asked everybody to send their ideas for future top five lists. And, and of course, we got some joke answers in here. Like, uh, uh, let's see. Here's one for Jason. Top five Final Fantasy games. I can only name one. So that would be so. It's your one through five. Yeah, my one through five is Final Fantasy VII. There you go. Shortest episode ever. Uh, we have top five video games made into movies, which actually ain't a bad idea. No. Uh, top five movies. And these are from I Am the Rampage. Uh, top five movies that were made into video games. I can't name that many games or movies that were made that were then made. In... Wait, no, I'm thinking the other. I should be thinking like what? stuff like um you know Friday the thirteenth and <laughs> um yeah like yeah they do that all the time so yeah I don't know why I got confused there I think I'm having a stroke I'm just getting old uh, top five video game franchise series that's a good one uh, let's see we had Tyler who um, top five games of insert franchise name here top five games of the uh, insert console name here that's not bad top yeah five I like that. Uh, but yeah, we got a few of those in, and uh, if you have an idea for a, for a good top five list, please uh, just send it on over to us. You can email us or send it on Twitter, or go join our Discord, which we told you uh, a little while ago. You can go to our Twitter at NerdCaveRetro and go to right up to the top there, and there's a never-ending Discord uh, link that you can click, and it takes you right into Discord, takes you right to our page. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, that's going to bring us to the end of the episode, I think. Is there anything else we need to to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, speaking of top five, for next week's episode of the Derek Diamond Experience, this is going to be a fun one. I'm going to be doing top five childhood cartoons. Ooh, I like so that. look out uh, for social media later in the week. I'll be making a post. You guys just send in your list and I will read them on the show. Uh, you can head over to linktree.com slash D Diamond Podcast for podcast subscription information. 
Uh, top five six dollar bargain bin items. That's a good one. <laughs> That's actually pretty good, Joey. I can uh, do that right okay. now. Yeah, I, I could I could get behind that. But yeah, linktree.com slash D Diamond Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow uh, my movie uh at the feature movie on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh Rampage says top five episodes that Joey Image TV mentions day is gone. <laughs> hey, it's his favorite I agree with game. Joey, all of them. Everybody yeah. has a has a favorite game, and Days Gone is great. And I can't and Joey says that there's a movie coming, so we'll we'll see. Uh, I will be there day one to see a movie. It, Joey has to have some kind of cameo in it. Oh, I don't know how we to. make that happen, but he needs to be in it. Let's start a, a campaign online when they announce that movie. We hashtag Joey image in the days gone movie. We'll start yep. that hashtag and we'll get it trending. It has to happen. It has to. I mean, the dude himself just, just off of the recommendations had probably sold half a million copies of that game just off him alone. I, yeah, I think so. The top five cartoon series. Like, dude, I already had like 10 immediately top <laughs> pop in my head when you said it's going to be tough. That's going to be hard, man, because I still watch all the cartoons that I liked as a kid. Same. Like, I have a ballpark, like, area of, like, okay, I, I can name five off the top of my head that would probably make it. Mm -hmm. It's just the order that's going to be tough. And if anybody can answer this question for me, if any of our listeners uh, uh, work for Disney or, like, Disney Plus or know someone that works at Disney Plus, can you please tell me why Muppet Babies is not streaming on Disney Plus? I thought you were going to ask about uh, Jared Leto starring in the, well, that the Tron too. sequel. That too. Why? Can, can Two questions. Why is Jared Leto uh, allowed to be in the Tron movie? And number two, why is Muppet Babies not streaming anywhere? Muppet Babies was great. I love, I love watching cartoon. Muppet Babies. Why that's not available? That That's, that's a travesty. I I've would, got the theme song stuck in my head now. I know. I'm thinking of it as we speak. <laughs> oh, here we go. Top five NCR top five list. I like it. That's a, top five, top five. That's meta right there. Yeah. But, uh, but we're, that brings us to the end of the show. And uh, so I think that's going to do it for this week. And uh, tell everybody where they can find the Derek Diamond experience. Yeah. Just, um, like I said earlier, linktree.com slash D Diamond podcast. Uh, this week, uh, Jeremy Branch and Chad Sanders joined me again to uh, wrap up our discussion on the feature. We talk about the we go really in depth on what happened during the premiere and our reaction to it. Um, so you can check that out on all podcasting platforms. And like I said, next week, I'll be doing top five childhood cartoons, uh, probably making a post around uh, Wednesday. So um, I'll be recording it probably around Friday because I have to work uh, full days Saturday and Sunday. So. Uh, just get me your list by uh, Friday morning, and then I will read them on the show. And uh, go check out the Open Micers podcast. Last week, we didn't get to do a regular episode because my internet went out, and we had to do the show. We had to uh, reschedule our guest, and uh, me and uh, me and Jacob did a hostful goodness episode Wednesday night, which we talked. Which I was angry, and it was another. If you like the the Nerd Cave Retro Rant episodes. You'll love this episode of the Open Micros Podcast because I was so angry with my internet and everything. All I did was list all the bands and uh, musical artists that I hate 
And then we talked about some uh, childhood trauma stuff. And then you can kind of get a little bit of an idea of why I am the way I am. So go check out Open Micers at Open Micers on Twitter and Instagram. It was a really fun episode. I really enjoyed it. It was fun, but it was kind of like a um, – it was a therapy session. So if you like that sort of stuff. Hey, that's what podcasts are good for sometimes. Get all that stuff out. But uh, but I'm going to go ahead and get us out of here. And uh, let me play our music here. If you would like to play the music, there we go. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. And nerdcaveretro.com is our link tree. And that takes you to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our Patreon, and of course, our merch shop, which you can go straight to at ncrmerch.com. You can get t-shirts, you can get hats, stickers, magnets, bags, mugs, and whatever your nerdy little heart desires. Follow us on social media at NerdCaveRetro, at JayPunktastic, and at Derek underscore Diamond. And of course, leave us a review and or a five-star rating on all podcasting platforms. And also, go over to uh, BRESCoffeeCo.com. Use our code NCR for 10% off your order. So Derek, please tell them what it's all about. May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Yes. coffee lover do you sometimes need that little extra boost for some all-night gaming sessions well you should head over to brezcoffeeco.com they have so many different flavors of coffee doesn't matter what type of coffee you like they got you covered try the good for gaming roast or the two hearties one ship which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast not to mention they keep their seasonal flavors all year long like the fall spice or the sweet tooth they can even add flavors to your coffee so whatever you need, head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use the code NCR for 10% off of your order. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.